hello and welcome to Dear Pop Culture. This is the podcast where we talk about pop culture that is near and dear to us. Um, I'm your host, Gina Harms, and today with me, I have a special guest who is a super hilarious comedian. Uh, it's Steve Letts. Hello. Hi. Thanks How for having me. Yeah, thank you for being here. I'm excited to be here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a... Uh, have you been lately? I've been all right. Uh, end of the world considered. <laughs> yeah. I've been uh, I've turned into a, sort of a, a hermit in a little bit of a way. Like there's not really much that you can do. So I've been doing a lot of like climbing the stairwells of our building. Oh my and, God. <laughs> uh, listening to audiobooks and um, uh, chill hop, which is a, a subgenre of music that's like really um, like the elevator music version of hip hop instrumentals that you oh. can just play in the background at work. So you don't jump out the window. So That's I'm doing so... fine is what I mean to say. <laughs> okay. Chill hop. I'm going to look this up. Is How have you been? Good, good. Yeah. Kind of similar ish. I've been, uh, it's funny cause I've been listening to like a lot of just like movie scores, <laughs> just like same thing. Just it's, instrumental, just something calming. It has calming. to be instrumental. All, all, all words are too stressful. Yeah. These days, so I just prefer like this, this genre of chill hop that I like the best way I can explain it is it sounds like the background music of transition shots from black sitcoms. <laughs> so like after there's a scene where there, it'll be like a shot of a city street or like of a college campus and then they'll be like, bam, 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 like music in the background. It's like that on a loop. So oh my God. Yeah. Weirdly <laughs> soothing, but it also, it really, um, fucks up my like discover weekly playlist or the stuff that it recommends me now is all these like random, uh, instrumentals from Japanese kids. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's fun. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I have that. Cause I like, I've been like, yeah, like reading and if I read I want to have something it can't it can't be silent so it's like instrumentals are good or if I go for a walk but yeah so now my discover is just like I don't know Nicholas Bretel. I'm like great I don't <laughs> care it can't be like it can't be like Hans Zimmer you don't want to be like freaking out yeah oh god no it, honestly I've tried <laughs> like it's like oh I'm not gonna listen to Inception no thank you no way absolutely not. I don't yeah think, no. that's why it gets dangerous because I've gone into playlists that are like um, oh, best movie scores. But then some of the best movie scars, scores are like intense. Yeah. Like it's like, oh, this is not what I want. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Yeah. Um, but um, we can move into, so like pop culture you're into right now. You said you've been listening to audiobooks. I am. Uh, I've been a maniac for audiobooks <laughs> this year. Um, like as far as like, pop culture moments that have happened since isolation. I definitely fell into the Tiger King trap, which oh. was very early in COVID. Remember, doesn't that feel like several years ago now? Yeah, crazy. Um, but uh, I haven't really been watching a ton of anything. Yeah. Um, so yeah, audiobooks have been my shit mm. for most of the year. And so it's been a, I've been trying to like read uh, heavier stuff, like a lot of books about like race relations and, and like, you know, uh, feminist issues and stuff like that. And then also just like peppering in kids literature to like lighten things oh, up every once in a while. So it'd be fun. like an Ibram Kendi book and then a Percy Jackson book. And then, ah. so that sort of, that's been my vibe this year. That's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, a few, I'm right now reading or listening to, I should say, uh, uh, a book called Norwegian Wood. Oh, by, uh, shit. I can't remember that Murakami is, I think the author's okay. last name. Cool. It's good. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how much I'm retaining, but I don't mm. know how much I retain from ingesting books the old fashioned way either. So yeah, that's, I've, I've also like got into audiobooks a bit more this year. Um, and like listen to when I'm walking and stuff. And it's like, yeah, especially for like those like more 
heavy ones where it is like this is stuff that I really want to like remember it is kind of like oh it's just he keeps talking and I'm like okay okay <laughs> totally. I'm getting it but yeah um what do you do when you're listening to audiobooks <laughs> My, it's best for like uh, menial tasks like if I'm cleaning the house or if I'm yeah. like folding laundry or uh doing my like meal prep for the, I sound like such a lame but this, is, <laughs> this has been my life yeah. for the last better part of a year um or a lot of the time at night too I'll just like put one on and just chill in my bedroom. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's Stare good. out the window uh, list, listlessly and just sort of think about uh, better times. I think that I've been a lot of uh, doing a lot of staring out the window and listening to audiobooks this mm. year. <laughs> That's lovely. That's my 2020. <laughs> it was like, yeah, that'll be my Christmas card. We'll just be me and Peter and my husband <laughs> staring, staring out the window, out a window into <laughs> oh the smoky apocalyptic. Yeah. Good times. Uh, yeah, I, I do that. I, I've started crocheting this year too. I love uh, that. Yeah. It's cool. My roommate like does it like for like her art. She's crocheted like for a long time. So she's like, she makes like crochet sculptures. So she taught me anyway. So like I do that sometimes and listen to audiobooks, and I feel like a million years old every time I'm doing that. I'm like, this is crazy. <laughs> I've also, um, I, I haven't had a drink in the year 2020. I decided to like give it up for a year just to see how I felt. And I yeah. either picked the greatest or the worst year to do it because of everything that's happened. Yeah. But because of it, I'm now like in bed by 10 every night and mm. I'm like up raring to go at six every day. Oh my day. God. So like really- <laughs> live in that old lady life. I also bought like a track suit and like really stepped up my loungewear game <laughs> this Ooh, year. This all sounds good. <laughs> it's, it just feels important. I bought, I bought it, it uh, an expensive onesie yeah. uh, online, like a really like fancy cotton one for cold Ooh. months. I'm getting ready to like the, like clothing that, uh, well suits seasonal, uh, affective disorder. Yeah. Yeah. That's good to have. I, uh, I like, I broke my leg, uh, earlier this year right. and it's like, um, for the first like four months of the year, I like only wore sweatpants. And I was like, before that I hadn't worn these sweatpants in like two years. <laughs> and then now I'm like, I'm so glad I had these. <laughs> you gotta have, you gotta have at least one pair. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. So that's what you're into right now. Oh, I, I was gonna say what I, I, have you listened to any like celebrity memoir audiobooks i yes yes i i have <laughs> oh, actually i'm good. taken in a few of them so actually the first one of the first audiobooks i listened to this year is called acid for the children which is the uh, biography or uh, memoir of a flea from red hot chili peppers oh interesting super good really really well done um and then i also listened to demi moore's uh i did too i loved it it's I thought, great like, i had no idea she's <laughs> been through some stuff man i know uh, and did you see her in the savage fenty show she looks so yes so good she looks um, incredible. <laughs> but, um, and that one that I have in the queue right now is actually Jessica Simpson's, mm. which I'm told is very good. And I'm yeah. like, I, I, it's nice to have like trashy pulpy things mixed in with whatever. Yeah. Like, but you can have books that you try to better yourself with. And then some that just like, yeah, know, are just easy. Yeah. That are just like nice. And like Demi Moore, like reads it herself. Her voice. That is, gravelly voice <sighs> is so sexy. Yeah. So iconic. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, that one was really good. Right now I just started a Mariah Carey's. Oh, okay. So I'm <laughs> pissed about this because I use, um, the Vancouver public library has an app that you can get audiobooks for free, Yeah, but they don't, I've been checking for Mariah's, um, memoir <gasps> since it was announced and they don't have it yet. So That's I might crazy. have to like get audible and pay for it. Yeah. Honestly. So I did, I did this. If you get audible, like you, you, I don't even know if you have to pay for the first month, but you get a free credit every month. So even if you have to pay for the first month, it's like 
10 or $15 and you get your free credit and you leave. Fair enough. <laughs> I that I did that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. With Mariah Carey's it's good so far. I'm not very far in it, but she like sings in it and it's I love like, it. okay, this is I'm reading. <laughs> I want all of that. I want to imagine her doing the finger. ear thing. Yeah. I want the whole, the whole fantasy. Yeah, definitely. The sweet, sweet fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> well played. <laughs> Nicely done. Yeah. <laughs> um, Okay, well, we'll move into the next segment. So we're going to go into what pop culture were you into in your youth? In um, my youth mm-hmm. so long ago. <laughs> yeah. um, oh, I was, I was always, um, I was, I was always like, I was into pop culture uh, younger than most kids were like a lot of gay boys. I just wanted to like watch music videos all the time. That was yes. all I ever really cared about and just sort of listen to music that was like, it didn't make sense for someone my age. So I was really into Bjork <laughs> as a, as a young kid at Ooh. like 10 or 11 when her album first came out or like 11 or 12 years old. Yeah. Um, and so I was just a big fan of hers and wasn't really into like any rap or hip hop when I was young. I just liked, uh, pop and, and like rock bands that I was told were cool. Oh, right. <laughs> um, but then, yeah, I got really into Bjork and then really into Missy Elliott. Ooh, um, as yeah. well when I was like in grade eight and super duper fly came out, that was a like big influential yeah. moment for me. She had the coolest music videos. Absolutely. Yeah. Her, well, yeah, all of the, um, she worked with hype Williams for most of her videos through then. I like music videos were my favorite medium of any kind right. growing up. And yeah. Uh, yeah, she has a great collection. She worked with hype Williams on most of them and they're visually stunning with the whole fish lens effects and the trash mm-hmm. bags and whatnot. Yeah. And then that, like she had that one, kid that one girl who was like dancing and right. all of the yeah, videos yeah, yeah. from the under construction era later <laughs> yeah on. that was one, later the, yeah the, the, the breakdancing white girl like yes she was, got a little too much attention can we it all was not weird. agree that's actually true okay <laughs> like she was she was fine no i, I <laughs> it was just like a cute girl that could de- do hip-hop moves and everyone yeah. was like wow <laughs> yeah but it's like i bet there were like well never mind what am I talking about? I was, I'm sure there were like other kids at the audition who were like better dancers, but not as like cute and like a girl next door looking. That's probably, yeah. It was probably like why they picked her. I don't know like, why I'm being crabby about this girl who was very cute and was totally fine. I hate her. I wish her good health and success. She's fine. She, she was in a camp rock movie or something. Okay. I so I don't know. That was also like a while ago. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. Music videos. I love, and like, I know that they still make them, but it's like, doesn't feel the same. Right. Well, I think, <laughs> I think like nowadays, like BTS videos are an event, oh, okay. um, which, and I'd like, I don't know anything about, I like that, like the K-pop fandom is like politically mobilized and doing good things, Yeah. but I can't, like, I've never attempted to connect to the music at all. Right. But I've seen the videos and they seem like really big productions that like, you know, people really anticipate, but I, yeah. I can't give a shit. Yeah, my my brother is really into K-pop and he like I've been hanging out with him and that's when I end up watching the videos. And it is like kind of that where it's like there's like insane choreography and like big production and like it's pretty cool. Yeah. 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 I'm like, I'm I'm happy these guys are doing so well because they're like clearly putting a lot of work into it, but I have no idea what's going on. Yeah, I know. I'm like, I want to get into it. I, I'm going to try. <laughs> yeah. I remember when like, when like music video premieres were like a big deal or something you like, I would like stay up late for. Yeah. That was exciting. Yeah. Did you ever have that day? Like, do you remember like requesting songs on the radio? Like I, I did that. <laughs> yes. 
I think, yeah, so, some of that, but yeah. <laughs> but uh, mostly music videos, mostly, your visual. <laughs> I, was a, I was specifically, yeah. And there was, there was a cluster of directors throughout the 90s who uh, consistently did really cool stuff. A lot of the time sharing similar artists like Michelle Gondry, um, who did like most of Bjork's videos and like uh, uh, Spike Jones, who did like Beastie Boys sabotage video and like, right. uh, the sky's the limit for Notorious B.I.G. and like. Chris Cunningham, all of these, like, there were a bunch of, like, sort of auteur music video directors, Hype Williams, Little yeah. X, and the hip-hop side of things. Um, yeah. And their stuff was a big deal. They actually have collections of them. That's my, like, 90s nerd shit, is having, like, oh. music video director collection DVDs that I can't even play anymore because I don't have a system for it. Oh, but my I just gosh. Like to have them. <laughs> yeah, they're just there for sentimental mm-hmm. reasons. Yeah. Um, yeah, I wish that they would, I don't know. That's something... I'm like, it's not on cable anymore. I'm like, I wish they would have that on Netflix, just a block of music videos. Totally. Know? Yeah. Um, but then for, uh, other, like uh, for the movie side of things, mm-hmm. uh, the most like iconic or like biggest deal movies from my like tween becoming teen era were definitely um, Romeo and Juliet, the Leo <gasps> version for sure. And like the craft and scream. Oh yeah. And clueless. Those are like, those are the biggest oh. ones from when I was like, yeah, it's a pretty good era of, stuff though all great movies um yeah the craft it's like halloween season and i just keep seeing people posting and there's a the trailer for the new one yeah they've they've, they've made a new one and like the preview hints that veruza bulk might be involved which yeah. would be so fucking exciting that would be good because i saw it and i was a little bit like ah oh, this is just, it, i know it's a remake and like they well, remake it's, everything it's a continuation it's more of a sequel so they, right. they're not going with full reboot. So <laughs> they're like, it's not, it's not. It looks- and there's also, there's also, it's, it's a good, it's a good month for people who are like into spooky, but can't handle scary. Cause there's also a remake of the Roald Dahl witches movie too. Oh yeah. I just saw that. So at the end of this month, there's going to be a lot of like uh, kid friendly witchy stuff. So. Which honestly, that is good for me because I don't do horror. I'm such a I'm such a bitch about it. My husband will put like <laughs> uh, zombie movies on in the background just while he's like doing work, which I think is strange. Mm-hmm. But loves like I just I don't get I don't like to be scared. I don't like it. Yeah, me neither. It's not for me. This is it's not our month. <laughs> no, for sure. It's not. But I do. Are you a Halloween person? Do you love Halloween? I do like dressing up. Yeah. Yeah. Same. But yeah. like, will there be any point this year? That's the thing. I don't know. Like, I, I think I might be working that day. I'm like, maybe I'll dress up at work. But... Oh, because it's a Saturday this year. Yeah, it's a Saturday. It would Saturday. be such a shame to let that go to waste. Yeah, it's like, uh, I know. I saw this, like, tweet that somebody from the beginning of the year was like, oh, Halloween's on a Saturday. This holiday's on a Friday. This is our year. Like, someone tweeted this in, like, January. And oh, someone damn. retweeted it now being like, hmm. <laughs> oh, how's that working out? What's your, do you have a dream costume that you've never done? No, I don't. I don't think so. I think I would do Ruby Rod from Fifth Element. Oh, wow. Chris Tucker, like in the like leopard print with the not like. Yeah. Yeah. That would be great. That would probably be the one. Yeah, that would be. I'm trying to think. I'm like, no, I don't have it. The, weirdly, the first thing that came to my mind was Daphne from Scooby-Doo. I'm like, sure. I've never done that. <laughs> I've never thought about I that. I want to encourage you to dream bigger, Gina. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I, I was like, I have to say something. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. No, I don't know. It's always like a scramble every year. I'm like, uh, Do you, what's the best costume you ever pulled off? Um, when I was in the 12th grade, I did uh, a Barbie costume and I didn't like plan it. I just like went to Value Village and I was walking around 
And this wasn't in their Halloween area. This was just in the like normal value village stuff. It was like a pink clear plastic coat with like a fur lined hood. And I was like, oh, this is a Barbie coat. I can be Barbie. And then I wore like a pink mini skirt and a blonde wig. And it was like really good. But then I like went to school and everyone's like, when are you a hooker? I'm just oh, like, oh, people get are out the of worst. Here. <laughs> it's a good costume. I went as Conan O'Brien one year when I was younger and like did my hair up really huge and the whole thing and was like doing the string dance at the club and everything. And oh my God. Some, I remember some hammered bitch being like, here is the bottom of the beam. Like, bitch, I did my hair for 20 minutes. You know who I am. Yeah. She didn't. It's fine. Yeah. She doesn't know who that is. And she's. I went as Black Swan the year that that movie came out and like oh. hired a drag queen to do my makeup and like bought a corset and several petticoats to fill out the skirt part of it and like spent a like, that was probably a $300 costume. Amazing. Um, and that was, I was the one that year. Like there were lots yeah. of black swans everywhere and mm. I looked better than all of them. Yeah. Like, that's good. That's, that's t- important when it's like, a popular costume you're like you have to outdo everybody exactly if you're gonna go with something that's a cultural moment for that year you have to do it really really well yeah exactly you have to do it right i did um a guardians of the galaxy one year i was like i wanted to paint myself green and go as gamora but i super like the painting the pictures i'm like you could see just like it's so streaky and bad (laughs) i was like this is a terrible costume yeah and anything that you have to paint your whole self for just seems like a logistical nightmare yeah i would never do it again (laughs) it's the last time i do green face you guys yeah yeah sorry (laughs) um going back to do you have like any like tv shows you were into uh as uh I was like, I was into like, I loved Party of Five. You know, Ooh. you know how I know I was like a gay kid. I loved <laughs> Ali McBeal. Oh my god! I used to watch Ali McBeal with my mother, and I loved that show because it was really like vampy and silly, and had lots of like sexual tension and like okay. karaoke singing. So great. Was she a lawyer? I, I believe she was a lawyer. <laughs> yeah, and Jane Krakowski was in that as like the like hot trampy bitchy oh. part of the show is all I remember, and she was killer. That's. Good. I didn't know her before 30 Rock. No, yeah. I had no, I didn't, yeah. Yeah. She was, she was great on that show though. Nice. That's good. Yeah. I had like a couple of, I remember like watching old, so what was the sitcom I used to watch with my dad? Just Shoot Me. Yeah. Who's in Just Shoot Me? Was that a David Spade show? Yeah. David Spade was yeah, in yeah, it. Yeah. Um, but it's like they worked at Blush Magazine and it was right. just like, I don't know, all this drama all the time. <laughs> like him and the. I remember like, uh, Watching Fresh Prince and Home Improvement every day after school. as That was just the stuff that was always syndicated. Yeah. And I used to get so upset when people would tell me I look like the oldest brother on Home Improvement. Oh Zachary, no, no offense to Zachary Ty Bryan, <laughs> but like everyone wanted to be Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Nobody, at least, at least it didn't look like the goth third one. Yeah. I literally don't remember his name. I want to say Mark, but it doesn't Oh, matter. it was Mark, but I'm like the actor. I don't know. Peace. He got, well, I hope he's doing well. Watch. Yeah. He's like another child star oh dead from opioids. Ah. I hope he's well. We'll edit that out. Um, yeah. And what else? And then like, as I got like a little bit older, uh, the, Oz was like oh. a big show for any, any uh, young homo who's yeah. just trying to see some dick on television, obviously. <laughs> Um, and That's, like six feet under, I loved. I just watched that this year for the first time. It's and great. It's yeah, it's really it's heavy good. handed, but it's good. Yeah, it uh, was actually because I think there's five or six seasons, yeah. and I was kind of like, 
exhausted by the middle of three. Yes. Yeah. yeah but I think like, yeah, three or four, I was kind of like, I'm sad. Like mm-hmm. the, it, I love the characters and I love the world, but I was like, it's heavy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, and I think it's also just a, a great example of how like in a lot of cases, the British idea of maybe doing like two series of something rather than yeah. seven or until people hate it yeah. is like a better way to go. Cause the first, the first season of that show is fucking insane. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Alan Ball, the same creator who made true blood. Oh yeah. True Blood would have been fabulous if it was one season and then they said fuck y'all and walked away cuz right. the first season is magic. That's I am actually Did I watch every subsequent season? Yeah. <laughs> of course. I did cuz I knew <laughs> one day they would show us Alexander Skarsgård naked and they did but he was hunched over and on fire which is unfortunate. But Jesus. we'll take what we can get, right? Yeah. Definitely. I actually just started watching that too. <laughs> uh, True Blood? Yeah. I, it's I good. It has one it. of the best opening sequences in television history, I think. Yeah. They're like theme song the with song the like footage of gross Southern things juxtaposed with sexy things. Sexy, gross Southern things. Anyways, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I dig it. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's very pulpy and fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, well, we can move into. The last little bit here. So I'll ask you a couple questions. Um, who was your childhood celebrity crush? Do you have, uh, you or know what I, you can I, say more than one. I think my first, uh, like before I knew what it was, I remember when uh, Green Day's Dookie came out oh. and like the video for Basket Case. Uh, and I just remember like always like wanting to stare at Billy Joe Armstrong, the singer from Green Day. And so I think that's the first dude who like gave me oh. tingles, but I didn't like, I couldn't name it at the time. I was very like, I was like 10 and yeah. didn't know what was going on. You're like, I just like him. <laughs> and then I'm trying to think who else after that though. Uh, Rivers Cuomo from Weezer too. I guess oh, I had a type. I like short yeah. dark haired singer types. <laughs> you like so, a rock, rock and roll, the punk guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then Jarvis Cocker from the band Pulp. He was like, he oh. really like swaggery like sort of effeminate but really cool as fuck uh singer from england nice Mm -hmm. cool um what was yours um i i've had a few that i've talked about um usher was a big one oh yes absolutely (laughs) yeah um that was a big deal um i'm trying to think of who else uh jonathan taylor thomas was not really was definitely like more of like, well, he was my sister's, so I couldn't like him. Right. That's <laughs> like, you know? honorable of you. <laughs> yeah. Respectful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was a thing. Um, I'm trying to think of like, cause I've uh, talked about a few on this podcast already. Brian from the Backstreet Boys. I wanted to marry. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> a bit later, it's, it's this actor named Garrett Headland. Oh, um, and you know what my like my absolute number one from like young crush was? Um, Ewan McGregor. Oh, Ewan McGregor now and forever. But I, unfortunately, it was train spotting Ewan McGregor. I liked him when he was all sickly and heroin chic. I Heavy. hate to admit it, but it's true. <laughs> That's so funny. That was my number one. Um, I, I I'm into that. Uh, yeah. Oh, Leonardo DiCaprio, obviously. You know what I love I is him. like the, the impact that Leonardo DiCaprio had on lesbians too. This is mm. not something like I've heard. I've heard several lesbians talk about how like Leo in Romeo and Juliet was for everyone. He was for everyone. Yeah. I, I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. Male, female, straight, gay. Everyone had that a hard so... on for Leo DiCaprio in <laughs> Romeo and Juliet. I mean, he's kind of dressed. In basketball diaries too. I really have a drug addict thing, don't I? That's, <laughs> I got to look into that. That's okay. I, I like thinking about, I've talked about Bradley Cooper and it's like, if, 
I only ever find him attractive in like Starsborn or The Hangover when he's just playing an asshole dirtbag. Like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> drunk. Totally on board with that. Yeah. I'm like, I don't, there's something there. I'm not sure. It's like uh, in Wedding <laughs> Crashers, was it the the former TV host Craig Kilborn is in it, I think? Oh. Or what's the guy's name? I, is that right? Uh Fuck. Who play, what, he what he plays like he play, he plays a guy in Wedding Crashers that's gonna get married and then he's like cheating in the bathroom. Oh, okay, yeah. I think that guy, like, he was a late night host that I was like very indifferent about, and then seeing him play a womanizing asshole, I was like, why is he hot now? What does that say about me? <laughs> that's so wild. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Uh, okay, we're now oh, gonna end with a game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the game that I have chosen is we're gonna go back and forth and name as many. Famous people with the name Steve. Okay, which you might know more than me. I don't know if <laughs> I, I. I bet I'll. I bet I'll freeze up. But we'll. We'll figure I it. No, it's always harder than than you think it's going to be. Okay. Um, okay. Do you want to start? Sure. I'll go with um, Steve Allen. No, no, no. What's Steve Perry, <laughs> the singer from Journey? Okay, good start. Um, uh, Steve. God. Stephen Baldwin. Oh, nice, nice. <laughs> Why is that? Um, Stephen Tyler. Oh, of course. Um, wow. Now I'm Steve Martin. Well played. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, Stevie Nicks counts. Yeah, that counts. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I like how I called it immediately, but thank okay, you for yeah. getting on board. <laughs> um, Steve... Stephen Richards is that a person? I feel like that's a wrestler. <laughs> Does that uh, count? I don't know what that laugh was about. Um, <laughs> no, this is hard. Okay, there I we win. Go. I'm the king of Steves. <laughs> Steve Letts. Um, do you have anything you want to plug before? No, we go? no, nothing in the, uh, nothing is happening. Yeah. Uh, if, uh, I got say your, your album is yes, out. My album Burger Queen, which is available on streaming platforms. Please yeah. check it out. Get that. Um, for the podcast, just follow at dearest pop culture on Instagram. Um, rate us five stars and like us and subscribe us and all of that good stuff. Um, okay. Thank you for being here. Thanks for having yeah. me. Bye. Cheers. Bye. <laughs>